Good evening, everybody. This is the Bottom Rock Podcast. On today's episode, I just wanted to take some time to reflect on some of the moments that took an unexpected positive turn. Because when we're sitting on this bottom rock, sometimes it's a bit lonely, sometimes it's a bit quiet, but it's a good time to reflect. Kind of like you're sitting on that rocking chair on your porch when you're 80 years old. So I just kind of wanted to take one of those moments, and that's today's episode, when I was able to meet some pretty interesting characters and have some pretty funny situations during my professional career. So it was October 2011. I'm working out of the Yorkville Club in Toronto, and this woman walks in, Lara. She says she was a yoga instructor, She's coming in with shoulder issues, and she had got treatment in New York, L.A., all over the U.S., and she had this shoulder issue, and I I treated her three times in a week and got rid of her shoulder pain, so she's pretty grateful, and she says, can I refer any of my friends to you? I said, yeah, for sure. Refer whoever you want. I show up here, and I'll treat who's ever coming in the door. She was Australian, again, all over the world. Interesting vibe, interesting character, quite energetic, tall, blonde. And she says, all right, I'm going to refer Sheila, Tommy, and Brian to you. And that's all she said. Those are the only descriptors. She said, the, Sheila and Tommy will be in next week. I thought, oh, oh, no, it's uh, the week before exams, but okay, I can do that. And then she said, Brian will be in the week after. I said, what day? Because that's the exam week. And she said, uh, probably Friday or Saturday. Uh, but Friday for sure. And then Saturday, hopefully, if uh, Friday goes well. And But I really needed the money, so I said, you know what, sure. I'll, I'll grind it out. And... The exam week, when I was at the Canadian College of Naturopathic Medicine, exam week, no exaggeration at all. We had nine exams. It's mentally exhausting, physically exhausting, emotionally exhausting. You just kind of don't know which is your left foot or right foot. Everything's a bit foggy by the end of the week. But I thought, you know, what? if if this person wants some... Uh, treatment, I can take a nap after the last exam, just as long as the treatment's um, like after five. So I continue on the week, did another treatment with Lara, and she says, um, Sheila and Tommy are in tomorrow. Uh, what size are you? So what do you mean, what size? What size are your pants? What size are your shirts? Like, wait, why? What do you mean by that? She says, um, for clothes. For for uh, Tommy Hilfiger clothes. So why are you going shopping? Like I'm not connecting the dots. I'm kind of already in exam mode. I'm not connecting the dots. And I say, like you're going to the mall after after this. She's like, no, dummy. Sheila and Tommy are coming tomorrow for treatment for you. So what clothes do you want? Like, I, what do you mean, man? She said, Tommy Hilfiger is coming for treatment tomorrow. 
like, that's a person? He's coming to see me? She's like, yeah, and, and Sheila, his, his right-hand person, they're coming to scope out a show, and they want to know what, like, clothes sizes you wear. Like, oh, my God. So tell her the clothes, and I'm moving her shoulder and moving her body around, like, about to do the acupuncture. And I'm like, wait, who's Brian? She said, Brian Adams, dumbass. And I'm like, Brian Adams, like, summer of 69, Brian Adams? Like, cuts like a knife, Brian Adams? She's like, yeah, who else? It's like, what do you mean, who else? There, there's a million Brians in the world. She's like, yeah, but it's Brian Adams. I'm like, oh my God, here we go. I'm like, Laura, I've got nine exams. You want me to meet Brian Adams on Friday night? She's like, yeah, it's at five. At the hotel? I'm like, oh my. All right. And normally Friday night after exams, like everybody's fatigued. People are getting sick. Some people are going out partying and then they'll spend the rest of the weekend sick. But then here's me. So I was living in a basement apartment. I pick up my treatment table. It's pretty heavy. It's about 35 pounds. I had a vintage medical bag. Awesome bag that was bought from uh, my girlfriend at the time, Kaylee. It was beautiful 1942 doctor bag, black leather, kind of turnkey top. It opened up like an accordion. Uh, I, I brought it everywhere. Had my acupuncture stuff in it. Had um, homemade creams and all kinds of stuff to help people uh, with their physical ailments. And so after my exams, took a nap load up my stuff, I walk about a kilometer to the hotel, no joke, it was downhill, not uphill in the snow, but it was a bit chilly that night, and so I go to the Intercontinental Hotel, and, and I'm treating Brian Adams, working on him, just shooting the stuff uh, for about two hours, long treatment, but uh, he needed it, I guess I needed it, it was great. And he says, uh, have you had dinner yet? I said, no. Uh, and he said, I, I could go for some spaghetti. Do you want to go for some spaghetti with me? I'm thinking, oh my, yeah, for sure. It was my birthday yesterday, October 20th. And yeah, I'll go for some spaghetti. He said, great, I'll call Laura. So we meet up with Laura down on the street. And we're just walking around looking for a tiny little Italian shop. Uh, that he liked and we get into this place it's only us at the time and because uh, they're getting ready to close it's just like a really old school Italian place and um, the people knew exactly who he was we had been walking around the street he's still wearing a toque and like a kind of a high collar jacket and people still recognize like hey Brian and um, so anyways he, he ordered spaghetti, and he said, can I have spaghetti and red sauce? And um, so we're sitting there. The spaghetti and red sauce shows up. I ordered the exact same. I'm not going to go off like 
hey, if, if Brian Adams is ordering spaghetti and red sauce and orders it that way, that's what I'm doing. So, Laura ordered the same. And it, it arrives. And Brian takes the first couple bites. And uh, we're starting to loosen up a bit because uh, you're kind of intimidated. I don't know why. Like, I had worked in the NHL. We met some pretty interesting people, but for some reason, Brian Adams was a bit starstruck for me. So anyways, and I get a little bit... Uh, uh, like, I have a lot of awkward uh, kind of interactions, if you can't tell this already. But... Um, so Brian, he calls the waiter over, and he's like, this is, this is not good. This is not good spaghetti. It's too garlicky. Can you send it back? I just want some plain red sauce and a little bit of basil, some fresh basil. And I stop, and I'm like, oh, my God, Brian, you're embarrassing me. You're sending it back? So it was pretty funny. But... Um, like red sauce. The guy calls it red sauce. There's a multi-millionaire traveling all around, probably had spaghetti in Italy, and he's calling it red sauce. Like, what happened to tomato sauce? Anyways, so the next day, we, we finished up our night, actually, and it was a lovely evening. Uh, went back home, passed out. He set up treatment for early the next day, and he comes into the clinic this time. He said, don't worry, I'll come to you. So he comes in. He says, at the end of the treatment, he was feeling great. He said, do you travel? I'm like, yeah, I'll go wherever. You need me to, Brian. <laughs> just, a, just a super fan right now. And um, he says, well, my mom needs some help in, out in Vancouver. Can you go and help her out? I'm like, yeah, I'll do what I can. She said, great. I'll set you up with um, my office, and then they'll set up all the details with you. So the following weekend, they flew me out to Vancouver, flight paid, car rental paid, hotel paid, and I was supposed to go work with his mom for the next three days. Her name's Jane Clark, and lovely woman. So I'm out in Vancouver now, the following weekend after school, she is this tiny little short, uh, maybe five foot, five foot one, white cotton top hair, um, wonderful woman. And we spent the next three days together working on her about six hours a day, having tea with his brother um, in West Vancouver, kind of looking over the city. Uh, just talking about all kinds of things in life. But the best was in the, the first hour. I'm kind of getting my bearings. I'm trying to understand, like, okay, what are we doing here? Uh, who is this person? I, I like to kind of see, like, what makes them tick. Uh, where are they at with stress levels or life? It, it kind of helps me read their body a bit. It helps me read their pain levels and, and everything. And we're sitting in their living room. She's laying on the table. And there's all these beautiful uh, landscape pictures that are painted. Uh, like three foot, two foot, five foot uh, large canvases. Um, 
and she's a she's a painter. She's actually uh, quite a famous painter. And I thought to ask, like, how where do you get your images from? Do you, do you get them from photographs? And she says, no, I that uh, old Volkswagen. I just drive out by myself into northern BC, and I just kind of camp out and. Uh, I'll sit there and I'll paint the, the mountain or I paint the rivers and it's just me out there for two or three weeks at a time, sometimes a month, depending on what I'm doing or what the project is. So as a guy from Toronto and Ontario, I thought, well, aren't you afraid of cougars or bears or uh, wolves? Like you're just out there by yourself. She said, no, I'm more afraid of prisoners and drifters. Like, what do you mean prisoners and drifters? She's like, yeah, there's guys that go up through the mountains and they escape from prison in Oregon and, and Washington. And um, But she said, you can tell because the prisoners are the ones with the giant beards. They look uh, pretty scrappy. Um, but I've got a large gun collection. And again, this lady is seemingly no more uh no different than my grandmother like church going uh works at like meals on wheels kind of thing like she said that i have this this big gun collection but i used to be 80 guns and i donated 50 guns to the gun museum of british columbia and um i go okay well let's that's good. You you got a gun collection, so you carry guns. She's like, yeah, but I don't shoot to kill. I just shoot to maim. I'm like, oh my god. She says, yeah, I've shot three people, but just in the leg uh, or the arm when they try to break into the van. I I just pop my head out, shoot at them, and they go away. Just a a wild little story from a a wildly interesting and beautiful woman and um yeah we had a great three days the three of us have kept in touch and continued uh, some treatments over the years and uh it's a great family um the adams and uh, i just wanted to share that with you i thought it was a, a highlight in my career on a few other episodes i can share some other highlights uh meeting some really interesting people but these adams um Red sauce and and uh, guns was uh, was quite the highlight. So, thank you for listening. Again, if you're on the bottom rock, take some time, even the moments that are dark, and try to remember when you show up, even when you're tired, you're not feeling well. Just show up, and hopefully, you can meet some interesting characters and have a positive memory, and things will turn around. Thank you. This is The Bottom Rock.